Coming up on today's show, the frozen summer starts at Hollywood Studios, and we have all the details for you. Disney Cruise Line and Alani are both rated best in class by readers of Travel and Leisure magazine. And a little later on, Disney master artist Kevin John tells us what to look for when buying Disney art. All that coming up next. From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 719 for the week of July 8th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Untraveled. Nope. <laughs> the Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Jenny Lynn Knopp, sitting in for Pete Warner, and I'm joined at the table this week by my good friends, Sean Michael Noah, Teresa Eccles, Kevin John, and Corey Martin. And then back in the production nook are associate producers, Craig Williams and Sean Thompson. <laughs> hey! hey. <laughs> we are all here trying to do our very best You'll without Pete and Dustin. Yeah. yeah, Pete and Dustin are in Hawaii along with Dreams Unlimited Tracy's Heinrichs. And uh, they're working on a segment that's going to be airing on August 19th. They're going to be discussing Alani, Alani vacation that's going to include island hopping to all of the other uh, Hawaiian islands. So Tough work. I know. Yeah, somebody's got to do it yeah, there, you know. You know right? <laughs> terrible, the terrible job. rest of us here are, you know, holding up the fort for them while they're gone. And then John and Kevin are also out in California on one of our exclusive Adventures by Disney backstage magic trips, so we're missing them as well. But I have a really great cast here with me at the table today. Hopefully, uh, you know, be my backup guys here because I'm Totally nervous, my first time hosting. Oh, you'll show. be fine. Yeah. Are we going to say things during this? I thought we just yeah, had really. to be silent for yeah. while you talked. Yeah. No, I don't recommend just that. For, okay. <laughs> let's not let's not go that route. Okay, so I'm also supposed to remind everyone to be sure to download the Diz Unplugged app for the iPhone and Android free. Links to that and everything that we talk about on the show can be found on our show notes at uh, www.dizunplugged.com. So, in addition to that, we also have some Diz meets coming up that we need to tell everyone about. These are to raise money for Give Kids the World. The next one coming up is Nova Scotia, August 8th through 10th. That's in Halifax, and we're all looking forward to that very much. Indianapolis is coming up September 6th. Our New England one is coming up October 3rd through the 5th. That's in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Arizona is October 24th to 26th. We're going to have a busy month there in October. And then Delaware is coming up in November 8th. So I think... <coughs> We're all going to be there for those, right? I was looking forward to the New England meet, but we just found out it falls no, on the Nova same. Scotia. Well, uh, New England also, but oh. it falls in the same weekend as Ferris's Buddy Walk. Oh, oh no. The same weekend, I know. So. Oh, I'm sorry, New England. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to go. Oh. I know. Oh, well. You can't change the Buddy yes, Walk. scheduling conflicts this year big time with all the meets, but... Okay, Corey just dropped that very big bomb for us. Oh, man. <laughs> kids happen, though. Stuff happens with kids. Kids happen. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the new bumper too. sticker? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then also everyone, our Disneyland show is released every Thursday on iTunes on the disunplug.com. In this week's Disneyland show, the team's going to help Jody from Colorado plan her summer vacation to Disneyland and San Diego. And then the ladies are also going to talk about experiencing the parks without going on a single ride. I can do that. It means shops. Mm. Yeah. It means means food. Actually, Sean Michael was telling me a story about something that has special meaning for him. Yeah, it does, actually. Uh, My mom, I remember, uh, she wouldn't usually go on the rides. She would be what I like to call fast pass now, you know, in hindsight. She used to wait in the lines for, like, Space Mountain or something while me and my sister and my dad would go on another ride. And then we would catch up with her in the line, and then she would go to another ride and wait in line for wow. me and my family. So I had, um, that was a, I love you, mom. Thank you. Uh, she. That's very nice. That's what I thought you were talking about when you said enjoying Disney without. Um, you just wait in lines. Yeah, just people. wait in lines. That's a Disney experience. No, I assure you that is something that only your mother does. <laughs> really? I definitely have never heard of that before. Have you, would you do that for your kids, Teresa? You wait Heck in line no. for them? Be, no, no way. <laughs> no. Your mom gets a Hi, mom. medal or I'm something. I'm wait in line yeah. with them. Hi, mom. Thank so. you very much. Appreciate it. Really? I might have my kids wait in line for me. Yeah. I go yeah. on the rides, but man. So, yeah. Well, we'll find out what that all means, going to the parks without doing a single ride, whether it be shopping or being someone's personal fast pass. <laughs> that should be good. Yeah. All right. Um, we also have somebody being know. inducted into the CM Hall of Fame this week. Um, the entry is uh, comes from Julia in Birmingham, Alabama, and she writes to us and says, Hello, podcast team. I wanted to nominate cast member Barbara for the cast member Hall of Fame. Barbara works all over the Main Street area. She drives the Main Street vehicles, rides the train, and does an excellent job of entertaining the crowds before the parades. My daughter Abby and I always look for Barbara when we visit the Magic Kingdom. And we said that if we saw her during the 24-hour Rock Your Disney Side party, we would try to get a picture with her because she always makes us smile and laugh. Sure enough, we saw her as we were getting on the train and chased her down for a picture. She made Chased a... her down. Oh, man, they were on a mission. Uh, Barbara did the honors of giving them a silly face in the picture, which apparently is typical for her. And they wanted to say thanks to Barbara for making our visits to the Magic Kingdom more magical and fun. Very so, cool. And there Barbara she is. is awesome. I've actually met Barbara. Barbara's pretty famous. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, she dances a lot down the parade route, yeah. route and she drives the uh, the ma- the first car in the parade. Yeah. She usually picks the family and stuff, so. Hmm. Yeah, nice. she's very well known. I guess so. Well, yeah. I'm glad that we inducted her in the Hall of Fame. And yeah. She needs to be there. Her prize will be in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. I, and I, gotta, I, I have to say, I was at Animal Kingdom uh, a week and a half ago, and um, cast member Sarah was exceptional. Uh, I was doing the... the um, um, uh, the Empress Trail, um, Pan, um, oh heck, I Pan guy, yeah, 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 um, and and she was at a couple of different stations and was exceptional with it, with you know giving information um, unsolicited, you know, about the animals and things like that. Just so, and I know she's a she's a dizzer. So hello, Sarah, and thank you very much for being so great. Um, and yeah, she was wonderful. It's fun to recognize them. Yeah. Well, uh, does anyone else have housekeeping that they wanted to throw out there? I do. I need to correct a wrong that I did several weeks ago. Oh, is this a confession? It is. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe it's been a month or so ago. I did my favorite, my new favorite restaurants down by Port Canaveral and Cocoa Beach, and I mentioned the Dumpling Nerds. I forgot to give credit to James Keeling, who was the one who told me about Dumpling Nerds. 
I'm sure he didn't remind you that you He's forgot. reminded me so many times, so it's over. Shut up now. I've, I've given you credit. So, But yet, he's yet to eat there. He told me about it, but he never went there. So, anyway. Thank you. Kick healing, I did it. Thank you, James, officially, from the entire yeah. podcast crew. Um, okay, applause. Moving on. I have a housekeeping. I want to say that we have a new shirt coming out. Um, you guys have seen the hashtag shirt we did. You see, you've seen the Diz Unplugged. I mean, the uh, Dizboard shirt. We have a new Diz Unplugged shirt coming out. We're not going to show it to you today. We might show it to you next week, but we're going to. They're going to probably go on sale next week, next two weeks. Uh, we'll take pre-orders for a month. Uh, we'll do a month of production, and then we'll ship them out. So the next round of shirts, Diz Unplugged shirt. And this really, might be my favorite. It's a really cool. I think this is my yeah, favorite one so far. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's a good design. Yeah, yeah William Perry actually uh, designed it, and he did it, he did it by hand. So oh, it's a, it's a wonderful. It. That's what he's doing with his post football career. Yeah, <laughs> the fridge. Yeah, well, he's yeah. designing t-shirts. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. I didn't know that. He tried to get his name in Google, but he can't compete <laughs> against the fridge. <laughs> so I just want to let everybody know about that. All right. Yes, that was a sports reference. Huh? I actually got Did it. You? <laughs> Thank you for that. That's not condescending. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of my name, my name issues on, on Google. Sean Thompson, the insanity guy, the workout guy. Oh, and uh, people in chat, yes, it'll be a V-NAC and also be a crew. Uh, Is that what so you're asking? Yes. Oh, both, my God. Both versions, both versions, one color. Is there going to be a women's tailored version, or, it, we, or it, do all women have to wear the big bulky? Well, it really depends right. because some um, of us prefer the big bulky. You know, we, we have well, a some we of have us a minimum. Don't. We're allowed to have a difference yeah. of opinion. <laughs> we have a minimum per uh, per style that we need with the printer. So if we can meet that minimum on women's shirts, we'll do it. But we didn't. The last Come two on, rounds, girls. we didn't meet the uh, the minimum, so we just kind of went with the the standard shirts. Who's with me for the tailored V necks <laughs> for the women out there? Yeah. I want to hear from you. I'm holding out for the puff. Shirt version, the puffy <laughs> shirt, <laughs> yeah, frilly. Yeah. Yeah. I wear an extra medium. Right. You want the pleated sleeves? <laughs> yeah, right. I'll wear an extra medium. I'm waiting for those to come yeah. out. I think I would pay money to see you wearing something like that. Okay, so poll results. Uh, we need to remind you that uh, we have a poll going that we're looking for your favorite moments for the show from over the last eight years. Sean is going to be selecting a winner each week that participates in the poll, but we're at this poll is just continuing over the week so um again there'll be a winner each week even though it's the same poll Mm -hmm. okay um that's going to be running until july 28th so this week our uh, person that we chose was eric norton he said my favorite moment on the show was pete's rant about the fake peanut shells in new fantasy land and the people who were concerned about peanut allergies so congratulations Eric you'll be getting your $50 Disney gift card um, can somebody enlighten us about this rant for those of us that don't know what was this rant about in the new fantasy land back by Dumbo there's fake peanut shells in in, in the concrete in the concrete imprinted and, in the concrete and people on the boards were worried that it was going to mess with their child's peanut allergy oh. people thought that they were actual they real peanut were, shells yeah. and that they thought that just being in proximity to them like the peanut dust or whatever that they put in the concrete would affect their allergies and i know that that's totally serious and that's a very serious issue yeah. however it's kind of funny that it's, it's just an imprint in the in the concrete you're not right, gonna get right no i actually allergies. can i have a kid with food allergies myself yeah. and not not anaphylactic ones, but a lot of times people with peanut allergies do have an yeah. anaphylactic <clears throat> allergy, which, you know, is life-threatening. But well, you know, still, that's kind the of... Disney I made them so real. Occurred. You know, that they would, made them so real that, that really would not people have occurred would think to me, that. though. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Okay, yeah. so what was his... What did he rant about, though? Ranted about the people that were... Just going overboard. They were, okay. they were kind of hysterical about... 
I can't believe Disney would do this, blah, blah, blah. My, my child, he can't be near Peanuts. And now he has to walk on top of them on bare feet. I don't know. <laughs> it just got more and more dramatic. When I lay him down to rest on the road. <laughs> but I mean, it is, it is most definitely a serious issue. I've, I've, I've seen kids uh, that uh, start crying because, you know, people bring food and drink into the line. You know, sometimes you're not supposed to. And, uh, you know, that's why they say it, because it's, it really is a safety issue. Some like this kid was crying his eyes out because he had an allergic reaction to the mm-hmm. peanuts that someone just left in the queue. Uh, so it's just it's it is scary. an issue. Yeah. So I I totally I understand. Never even thought about any of those things. It's interesting when you put yourself in someone else's shoes. But, I almost okay. had an allergic reaction of uh, from Bo from the guy standing. <laughs> right. Yeah. At Big Thunder Gosh. Mountain. Did you swallow? My eyes were getting watery. <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. You sure, it's an allergic reaction. You have an allergic reaction. I have a gag reflex. Is that what's wrong with all the 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 floor sitters and the ground sitters? Is it are they having like just major reactions to different allergies? And They're things? trying to duck below yeah. the odor. Is, is that, that what, what you're it saying? is? I, Walking through the Magic Kingdom, it was like walking through a Civil War encampment. It was ridiculous. Oh there, were, there were just people sitting, just sitting everywhere. Like in the middle like, of the day. Yeah, especially like teen girls. They just like plop down oh, yeah. and and get on their phones and plug into you know different holes and things. You know what? No, oh my! Electrical outlets and stuff. You Where's know, this and going? random outlets. Like people just we are not talking everywhere. in code. You know how they have grass at Epcot and you can't find really grass anywhere else that's accessible in the parks? People just like like sprawled out like full out sleeping on the lawn and whatnot in Epcot, like back by Germany and stuff like that. I'm like, what? what is this new trend with people just plopping down and laying everywhere, trying to walk through um, the Emporium? Try walking the Emporium on Main the Street. People are just like sprawled out. And I'm like, all it's going to take is one dude to step on some, some you know, 13-year-old girl's do it, foot do it. and oh break that break Or one cup of hot coffee. You know? or, yeah. <laughs> and... And they will allow, now you'll have to go through everything on a conveyor belt. You know, you just <laughs> get in the park and you're not allowed to walk anywhere or sit. Everything will be a conveyor belt once I would legal love that. gets a hold, of, you know? Yeah, I, but, I yeah. actually don't mind. I would love that. You were yeah. saying because they're just plugging in for their cell phones? Well, that's like that? some of what's going on. Okay. But, I mean, people are just like literally just like laying yeah. everywhere, just like plopping down, like in. Especially in the, the tour groups. Hmm. I'm not going to yeah. mention what type of tour yeah. groups, but there are certain <laughs> tour groups that do that a lot. Yeah, the colorful ones with the flag. Yeah, they clap a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it was nuts. Yeah, check it out next time you go. I mean, it was unavoidable. It was really like screaming in your face. I think it's funny that you mentioned that, and this gets okay. This is a little strange and creepy, but I actually. Um, <laughs> with some of my friends had this kind of mission for a little while where we would go around and take pictures of where people were sleeping in the parks because you find the most interesting things. So I, somewhere on my old laptop, I have a collection of random people. I mean, it's a large collection of photos of people <laughs> sleeping in the parks. Like they're sprawled out on grass or park benches or leaning up against trash cans. And I mean, like they sleep in the craziest places in the craziest positions. It was very uh, <laughs> photography worthy. Uh-huh. So, Yeah. That new that new area um, by the Crystal Palace, that's just lawn. Um, I, I said that wasn't going to be just lawn for long. It was beautiful and lush, and they put it in about three weeks later. It's all brown and trampled down, and now they're putting up a, a, a barrier. little barrier around it. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Okay, I think that went a little longer than we thought it was going <laughs> Sorry. to. Sorry, housekeeping. Um, yeah. Okay. So now we're going to read the results from Dustin's best of poll, and I'm going to throw it over to Sean. For All right. That. So if you guys remember, last week we talked about we had three brackets, and we talked about uh, three different things at Disney parks. We talked about uh, the best ride vehicles. We talked about the uh, best animatronics and also the best story in terms of attraction, so kind of like the show writing aspect of it. So we had, we had pretty strong opinions, so if we, I think we're gonna start with ride vehicles. Um, we started with eight different vehicles, and then we narrowed it down to one, and our choice was Soren. And we have, the, we have the bracket up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we put it on Facebook to get your guys' opinion, and I think there were three rounds, yeah, Use three guys. rounds. Use guys, Yens. Um, and then we got the winner, and I believe the winner is Soren. So they agreed with us. There were a couple changes throughout the bracket, um, but we eventually came to the same conclusion. Uh, the next one was animatronic, and so for us, like like the rides, we started with eight, mm-hmm. and then we narrowed it down to one, and we chose Abraham Lincoln from uh, the Hall of Presidents, mm-hmm. and I think we, we mainly chose it because of the historical and kind of the history that, that Walt Disney was involved in this and creating this for the 1964 World's Fair. Um, but the second choice was Jack Sparrow, and actually when we did put this up on Facebook, you guys chose Jack Sparrow. Hmm. So this one was... Ooh. I agree with I the Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Jack Sparrow is far more interesting than Abraham Lincoln. I disagree with that. As wonderful as Abraham Lincoln is. Are you a woman? Like, all women it's should pick Jack Sparrow. It's not about sexiest. Well, I'm wondering why I'm wondering why is it... Out, check it out, Abe. I'm just thinking he's better. I'm going Sunny Eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> with his tiny little feet. <laughs> Misproportionate legs. Hold on, hold on. Uh, why isn't Mr. Potato Head up there on that list? Why isn't he an option? You'll have to ask Dustin. He explained okay. his choosing process for the original oh, okay. eight. Yeah. I um, actually am surprised that the Wicked Witch... Oh. Mm. That, that came pretty close. I mean, it, it got up close. right between. I would have picked the Wicked okay, Witch over the first round, Lincoln. But... Okay. That's a really great animatronic. All right. So then the third bracket was the best story or, or show for an attraction. Um, and when we took, did, we did the bracket, we narrowed it down to the Great Movie Ride and the Carousel of Progress. That was a Yay, tough one. Wow. the Carousel of Progress. And That's when cool. we put it on Facebook, it was completely different. We didn't even end up with the, la- the final two. So... For Facebook, it came down to Splash Mountain versus Tower of Terror. So it was completely different. We chose Carousel Progress as the best show story. Hmm. And then Facebook users chose Tower of Terror. So did very they talk amongst results. themselves and come up with this? I or? think so. I think they did Google Hangouts mm-hmm. and they really they, <laughs> they planned everything and they talked and yeah. So speaking of Tower Tower, I just want to say this. I posted this on Facebook. We um we took Ferris and Finley on it for their first time, Ooh. and we were so looking forward to to the photo at the end to see their reactions. Like uh, similar with uh, Splash Mountain, their their reactions were priceless. And so we go, we look for the photo, and it's just not showing up. I go and ask the person. And he says the, the photo's been moderated and locked. Somebody did something inappropriate, mm-hmm. you, you know, in your Are vehicle. You so they locked it. They wouldn't even let us see it. So we what lost did they do? that. We, Have we don't you know. ever we heard of Flash know. Mountain? Well, this was on Tower oh. of Terror, so yeah. we don't know what happened, but uh, we never got to see that photo. It's a shame. But I'm sorry. Long I did see that, that post. Yeah. That's kind of depressing. They're like, you yeah. can go again. I'm like, I don't want to ruin a good thing. They, yeah. you know, they enjoyed it. Like, let's go again. Right. You know, right. see how your stomach right. feels now. Yeah. <laughs> Test those but, limits right yeah. off the bat. <laughs> so. That's sad, Corey. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm here to yeah, bring that is here to bring everybody down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Downer. Moving on again. Um, so, news at this point, and again, throwing it over to Jonathan. 
Back to me. All right, so our first news story, Frozen Summer Fun Live comes to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, this weekend marked the beginning of Disney's summer-long celebration of its hit animated film Frozen at Hollywood Studios. From July 5th until September 1st, guests at the park can participate in a series of special events organized around the characters and music from Disney's Frozen, all of which are included in standard uh, theme park admission. The activities include Anna and Elsa's Royal Welcome every morning at 11 a.m., a Frozen sing-along celebration, which happens multiple times throughout the day inside the Premier Theater, Wandering Oaken's Trading Post in Frozen Funland, featuring an ice skating rink, a snowman building in real snow, and a shop with Frozen merchandise, uh, the coolest summer ever dance party, running nightly before Frozen fireworks, which go off at 9.45 each night. And it features the music and characters from Frozen. Now, there is a... Oh, were you going to talk about the the premium package? I do. I want to add that in. Um, For an upcharge, guests can purchase the Frozen Summer Fun premium package, which costs $59 for adults, $34 for children, and basically what that offers is reserved viewing for the uh, Royal Welcome Parade, the sing-along, and then the Frozen fireworks. There's also refreshments during the parade in the morning, and then a dessert party before the fireworks at night. I would love for us to just take this one by one. There's enough of us right. that have gone to this event yes. um, over the weekend to have a really great discussion about it, and we have differing opinions, imagine that. Um, so the first one being, you know, you get there, and people start waiting for this Anna and Elsa's royal welcome thing at 11. It's a, it's a parade of sorts. And uh, Craig, what's your opinion about that? I, I think that my opinion is actually among the majority opinion in that it is really, like the entire event, it's really good for kids uh, that are obsessed with Frozen. And it's, mm-hmm. it's probably really nice for parents who know their kids are obsessed with Frozen and they can watch them be really happy. But this, the Royal Welcome Parade is absolutely horrendous. They just took all the floats from the Christmas parade. I saw that. And uh, it's so short. And I mean, they didn't even change the costumes Mm -hmm. up for like the the skiers and the the skaters. It was all the exact same thing. And I mean, it's cool because you get to see Kristoff for the first time in that parade. Uh, If you haven't seen him before, that's your first glimpse at him. Uh, But... Other than that, it was just, it was awful. And then they have this awkward sing-along at the end of the parade once you're at the stage. And you <laughs> you expect to hear everyone belting out, let it go, while Elsa's throwing her hands up in the sky doing <laughs> who knows what. And no one's singing. Everyone's just going, let it go. Let it. That's no, exactly it, what it is. It's <laughs> awkward muttering. <laughs> and that's that's the review of the parade. I, I do want to mention before we get too far into like how critical we are on this. This was thrown together very quickly. Even like the the higher ups at at Disney uh, approved this very late. I think it was something like one or two weeks to prep, prep for this. So it wasn't something that they had planned for a while. So I agree. Yeah. I, I actually kind of a break. Oh, I am, and I, I agree with Craig that this is a, a really good event for families and small kids. All I saw were kids going crazy over the parade, over the characters and the the singing and everything. But I don't know. For me, it seems like it's too much too late. I think that they went uh, maybe too little too late, I guess is what I should say. But it's just like it's so overexposed, and that's why I, I said too much. But I, this this should happen. This should have happened six months ago. Yeah, but it's then it wouldn't have been summer, right? <laughs> I think they were like it planning made more sense. The whole... Yeah, it would have made more sense. It, it would have made more sense if it was cooler. No. I think they just no. used the, I think this was just their scapegoat. Oh, there's a song about summer. Let's have it in summer. And it fits. Yeah, and I mean, no, looking at it back onto Disneyland, though, they had confidence in the movie. So they did World of Color Winter Dreams, hosted by Olaf, featuring Let It Go and 
uh, in summer was in there too. They actually believed in it or someone decided to put it in there and that worked out really well for them. And for Disney world, the first glimpse we really got of it besides festival of fantasy and the meet and greets was this event. So it's, it's not a thing that they couldn't have done it before because they did it at Disneyland and it's just another frustrating moment of why do good things happen at Disneyland and Walt Disney world lately seems like they get last minute stuff thrown together. Well, I was at the event and, um, Overall, I thought that it was a really great event, and that's probably because I am a mom with kids that I know that would love the event. But I do um, have to agree, as far as this Royal Welcome Parade in the beginning, it definitely has a filler-type feel to it. And like, I wrote a blog post about it that'll be going up on the blog later on today, and the uh, the Royal Welcome Parade is actually something that I list as a don't. Not that you like shouldn't watch it at all. My point is just don't put a lot of emphasis on it. Don't wait a long time for it. It's not... Um, you know, this is not a festival of fantasy at all. You know, that's what you're thinking. So um, it's, I mean, it's mildly entertaining. They've got some choreographed skiers, ice skaters, you know, it's, it's, it's cute, but um, it's also just kind of, you still just kind of feel like it is basically filler. And <clears throat> I do agree with Craig, you know, they have this show at the end at the stage at the end of the street and uh, not really too much happens there either. I mean, not there, nothing happens there that you can't see at other um, events going on throughout the day. So I just feel like, um, I mean, if you want to, if you have nothing else to do, then okay, you know, watch it, but just don't have big expectations. Don't w- waste a lot of time waiting for it. Um, don't you don't need to feel like you have to stake out a spot. I was there because I was uninformed. I was there an hour and a half in my spot for the parade, and. Um, yeah, it just wasn't worth waiting an hour and a half. And the truth is, 20 minutes before the parade started, there still wasn't a big crowd. So people were still mm. able to get really good spots. And I'll say that's a very big change. Before. That's a big change from when we went on the first day. And that's explained because, I mean, it's the first day. There's a lot of media there. There's it's a lot also of people. Fourth of July weekend, too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. This was mobbed. Like, yeah. I, we both said that we don't think we've seen Hollywood Studios as crowded probably since the Villains event last year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that was a fluke, and hopefully moving forward it won't be so crazy. I love the fact that they have it, though. I mean, Frozen is a huge hit. Mm -hmm. I love it that they have it in the studios, because I like it when movies, they go with Hollywood Studios. And I feel like they actually have a good balance, and maybe you guys differ on this, but... You know, I think I like this because it allows Hollywood Studios to still remain Hollywood Studios. It doesn't overtake the entire thing like Star Wars Weekends does, although Star Wars Weekends is wonderful. Please don't flame me. I love Star Wars Weekends. But this still allows the park to be the park, and it's just accented with little things from the movie. And I think it's a, I think it's a nice touch. But the parade, I wouldn't put too much emphasis on this. If you would rather ride a ride, go ride the ride. Or your time might be better spent um, going and getting a ticket for an early seating to the sing-along. Um, that, yeah, is this the, like, is the parade the best opportunity for kids to see see them up close? No, because no. if you're not close to, well, I mean, I guess they come by in the in the sleigh in the parade, so you can kind of see them close at that point. But was that two seconds? A split second. Um, yeah, and then they're up on the stage, and if you don't happen to be up close to the stage, yeah. you know, no, I, you're not going to see them up close. I would say the sing along is probably the best time to see them up close. Yeah. However. I mean, I know you enjoyed the sing-along, but oh, yeah, once again, get into that. <laughs> my gripe with it is you, they just watch clips. I know the characters come out on the stage, but for the most part, it's just watching clips of the movie with the words on the screen and people are singing along. They did that back in January when they re-released the movie with the words on the screen. And I also want to point out there's no live singing in any of these activities. No, but that you was guys are missing the point. It, it was awkward. 
You are missing the point. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I am. Okay, so they have this sing-along that you can go into. It's the premiere theater. And it's, in my opinion, as a mom with kids who I know would love this, they don't care about lip-syncing versus live, sync, you know, live singing. They just want to hear the song, and they want to sing at the top of their lungs. So you go in there, and they actually tell the story. It's an abridged version of the story of Frozen. And um, they have these like very comical town folk that kind of tell the story. And then to help the story move along, they play movie clips. And then, of course, the songs help the story move along. And then you've got the words on the screen so that everybody can sing. And everybody does sing, like the entire theater. Whereas, you know, Craig is right. After the royal welcome, when they have a kind of like sing-along thing on the stage at the end, it is, you know, murmured singing. What did, what did you call it? It's just awkward. Mumbling. Uh, awkward mumbling. It is awkward mumbling. But not in the sing-along. Everyone is singing at the top of their lungs and um, <clears throat> if you embrace that you just feel like even though you're in a room full of strangers that there's a connection there and of course the songs are good even though we've heard them a million times I understand them everyone's tired of hearing let it go but in that I mean, moment this guy. For, <laughs> not this 24 year old no way we're going to take this guy to the sing along then um <laughs> In this in this moment, though, it's it's all okay and it's great. And then they have a few like mild special effects that you know add an element of surprise to it. My kids are gonna love this thing, and I even like liked it. I thought it was a cheesy idea when I first heard it. Sing along, like that's something. But the kids you were enjoying it. The kids loved it. The parents loved it. Everyone loved it, probably except for Craig. You know what, Craig? <laughs> one day, mark my words. One day, if we're all still here. And you have children one day, if it ever happens, and you take your child to something happy and joyful like this, and you look into their little <laughs> happy eyes, <laughs> and, then, and they're having a good time. Summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, I'm telling you, you'll get it, right? Am I right? That is exactly what to I told him. Here's the thing. He's not the only one that hated it. Yeah, and this well, is a huge group of people that okay, feel well, this way. That's it, their opinion. I'm just talking about the guy I know. I, and, uh, <laughs> my <laughs> argument is, I know I don't have kids. I can understand that kids would enjoy it, though. That's that's not where I'm coming okay. from. No. I just I I think it's cheap. It is very cheap to just put the words on the screen and show movie clips and have that's them sing it. I disagree because I think the concept of it is just storytelling. It's not supposed to be a big major production. The idea is to tell the story of Frozen in an abbreviated version. I feel like it's done. Very well. I mean, for a temporary show, I feel like the set is adequate. The cast um, that does the show, they do a great job. They're very funny. Um, Elsa does get dramatic. I agree. She's it's the most ridiculous dramatic. arm choreography I've ever seen. Yeah, she's extremely, <laughs> extremely dramatic. Yeah. But and that's also fitting in with the character. You've seen the movie. She's creating ice. Um, right? yeah. It's interpretive dance level. It's it's, dance. It, it is interpretive really? dance level, right? It's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's definitely very big. And <laughs> you were embarrassed? Oh, yeah. Second, secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best kind, though. Who choreographed this? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed for them. I'm not going to argue with that point at all. But I think the show is just done really well and to for what it is supposed to be it's it's done well it's not supposed to be a big production it's this supposed taken, to be a sing-along this is taking place through when september september 1st as of right now there's rumors it might be extended but as of right now september 1st except right. for august 23rd whenever the, day of the, the villains. villains event happens yeah. i'm gonna have okay. to go over and sing along i think yeah. I'm, gonna have I'm, I'm taking y'all. the kids i'm definitely taking the kids she yeah. was well, uh, i, I showed finley the video that craig shot and uh, she saw finley saw christoph she goes well where's his hat like, Where's his I don't hat? have all the answers. <laughs> Where's his hat? I, I think we can agree, though, that the highlight was probably the fireworks show. Like, 
Well, you're skipping to the very, very end. Well, well we're running really yeah, we long it. on this oh, one. So. Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. So they've got the Trading Post merchandise. That's not all that exciting. Frozen oh. Funland is cool. Oh. There's snow. There's snow. Yeah. You can ice skate. They have professional ice skaters that come out every hour. Uh, ice skating is cheap. $10 for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they have like sho- unlimited number of shoes there that you can put on? Or? Uh, I think yeah. you choose one pair that fits yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. You're one shoe. We don't have any octopuses walking in. <laughs> uh, That's what I'm like. Oh, I, yeah. I do know that the, the socks, that they have like the, the $10 comes with uh, rental of skates, rental of a helmet, and it comes with a pair of socks, which you can keep, or if you don't want mm-hmm. to keep them, they actually will donate those used socks. They'll clean them up and donate them to homeless shelters around the Florida area. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm all you, about this fun thank land. You. When okay. you can ice skate and build a snowman in, the, yes. in Disney, uh, yes. The line gets up. line gets a little long for this because this is also where the merchandise is. Mm-hmm. So um, you're is Oak in there? To, they all say yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the theming is there. It smells like pine trees in there. Yeah. Does it? Looks like a ski lodge. It's cute, but I didn't wasn't all that impressed with the merchandise. It was cute, but moving on. They okay. had this really cute um the the backdrop inside Frozen Funland. You can see the North Mountain stuff like that. There's snow. And going down, it's really fun to watch. Like just to go in there, what they did with—I know this is very short and very quickly put together—but t- to have them do this in such a short amount of time is a testament to what Disney can do. That's—I would like to see them do a Disney version of Gaylord Palms Ice mm. themed around oh, this. Oh my! Mm. It's Disney; they can do it. They can yeah. do it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, then, in the, you end the night with a, a dance party, mm-hmm. which is basically just a placeholder until the fireworks start. Yes. Awful and remixes of everything. I disagree. Oh. I like the oh. DJ. Okay. No, D- um, DJ Elliot or whatever his name's terrible, and <laughs> they're all. Them is fighting words right there. They're they're all dancing around with their frozen cupcakes because Disney can't do anything except make themed cupcakes to every event, and I, I have wondered about the cupcake sweat thing. And shears. I I wasn't really that into mulch, sweat, and shears, but I did like the DJ remixes. But then the fireworks, the way they've done the fireworks, there's a little pre-show where they do stuff on the stage. Other characters come out, all except for Elsa. Then they do a little bit of fireworks. Then they cut the fireworks right in the middle. Then they introduce Queen Elsa. There's more crazy arm movements. And then they start the fireworks again. And the fireworks are amazing. I haven't seen them. I was there the first night, but the fog was so heavy, I think, Mm -hmm. because the humidity in the air and, and the wind was in the wrong direction so it just looked like colored smoke in the sky so Um, I need to get back and actually see the fireworks it's really great it's really well done synchronized well obviously and you you really can't go wrong with that soundtrack (laughs) when you put fireworks the music was great Yeah, yeah just it's, it's a pretty good event. I will say, though, I don't think that it's worth purchasing a premium package. I don't feel like that's necessary. Hmm. Um, you can, you know, what you get reserved viewing for the Royal Welcome. We've already talked about. Yep, yep, hooray for that. Um, the sing-along, you can get an adequate seat if you get there early enough without um, having to pay for it. Um, and then the dessert party at the end with the fireworks, I think that sounds nice, but at the same time... It's just cupcakes. It's just, I don't know mm. what it is, but it's kind of pushed off to the side, so you actually don't get the best viewing spot from the dessert party area. So mm. I, I don't know that uh, it's worth the money to be spent on that. But okay, All so right. moving on to the next one. Sean. Yes, uh, our second news story, there was an accident at Lights Motors Action Stunt Car Show. Uh, during one of its performances on July 2nd, one of the stunt cars in Lights Motors Action Extreme Stunt Show at Disney's Hollywood Studios missed its mark and the top of the car was ripped off. In the show's finale, the hero car jumps out of a building and down a ramp in a semi-truck. 
in this performance, when the car came through the semi, the car's roof collided with a support bar on the truck, ripping off the back half of the roof. The car came to a complete stop at the bottom of the ramp, as did the other cars in the scene. No one was injured in the incident, but the show was stopped and the theater was evacuated. So, that's scary. Um, wow. But it is. It is. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Yep, yeah, there's some video online of it. Um, yeah. It looks like it was handled perfectly. Everyone stopped immediately. Uh, all the cars stopped, and everyone, you know, uh, help came out. Um, so it was taken care of really quickly, and then all the guests were evacuated from the theater. All 50 of them? All. Huh. <laughs> that's, being, that's being generous. That actually is a good 57 segue. 57 of them that day. Yeah, that's yeah. A, it's a good segue into the discussion. What do we think about the, uh, the future of this show? Does it have longevity or not? I think there's rumors. I think we've heard kind yeah. of along the same as uh, Backlot Tour that it could be taken out to bring in something new, whether that's something Cars, Pixar related, or maybe even Star Wars related. But I, I think, you know, it it's, can go. it's been here for a while. Yeah. I think it came here yeah. in 2005 uh, for the celebration. And so, I mean, it's nine years old, almost 10. So I think it's probably. Well, it's one of those attractions that once you see it, you know, you, you're done. Right. I mean, you don't have to, oh, I need to go, go to that one again. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, it's spoiled. I like the concept of it in the park. I like the idea of having an attraction that showcases stunt work because that is a huge part of making movies. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the show as it is, is it's not something so, I ever got into. Yeah. It didn't hold my attention for the well, entire time. What happened to all the little stunt people, though? Where will they go? I don't know. I hope they find new jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I always think about that. Because... Yeah. Cut, what would happen to those, those drivable flower carts and the vegetable carts that you see on the back? <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. It's really hot. You know, on a really hot day, it's horrible it's to sit warm. there on the yeah, little yeah. benches and watch it. So. so what other attractions or shows do we think should be taken out of the studios in addition to this? Indiana Jones. I agree with that no. one. Really? It's yeah. just been there a really long time. That's my so opinion, Harrison though. Ford, but yeah. he's still... I know. You know. He got a broken bone, but he's still moving. Keep it Harrison here. Ford's like... all in the Star Wars stuff. He's still I know, got a place. I but I still like him in Indiana Jones. Yeah. He's kind of hot. Actually, I had an idea. What's that? Well, what if they re-changed Streets of America into, like, a Streets of New York or something like that uh, in anticipation of, you know, Disney's Marvel, you know, getting in there, have all the superheroes there. Have Spider-Man up on the walls? Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Swinging from cool? building to building? I, think I would like that. I would dig that. I'm, I'm big into superheroes. So. I think that makes sense. No capes. No capes. No capes. No capes. Or, so, or, or some type of um, <laughs> impromptu street show. You know, you know, like they a have flash mob, the, flash mob, yeah, yeah, superhero <laughs> flash mob. Uh, maybe a little too much. Um, the Avengers come out and save us from I would you love know. That. Well, it, it'll yeah, be mulch, sweat, and shears dressed up as the Avengers. Right, and they'll right, play right. a rock show. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who I love, by the way. Like they have the so much atmosphere characters, you know, on Hollywood Boulevard. You know, why not over there in the streets of New York? Um, you know, sort of a. Um, you know, impromptu superhero show, you know, come out, you know, beat up some bad guys or bank robbers or whatever. I mean, it's all set, set up for it. You I know? have a little um, boy that would, would be, be cool so to into watch. That. You know, I know it would be cool to watch. You know, years ago, crime um, is cool to watch. You know, there was that kind of thing. At, <laughs> say, say again, what? I won't repeat that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, yeah. Something. I see. I think the, be, the one of the best shows that I ever saw at Hollywood Studios was um, the Hunchback in Notre Dame mm. um, stage mm. show. That that thing was the voices on those performers mm. was just amazing. Those are not easy songs mm. to sing, and mm. I can't believe that that went to the wayside. Um, where you know Beating shows like this have been around so long. That actually ties into what my idea was, um, where they have the Beauty and the Beast live stage show. I think that they should maybe broaden that and rotate all. Of, Disney has a lot of Broadway shows now. Mm-hmm. Rotate which uh, 
which Broadway yeah. play that is in that theater. That's a good idea. Beauty and the Beast has been there a long time. Maybe bring in Mary Poppins or mm. The Lion King or Peter Pan, you know, whatever they're doing. Um, I thought that would be neat, kind of switch it up a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's not a themed area. It's all, it, you know, it's the Hollywood Bowl, you know. So yeah, ro- that's a really good thought. Rotate different shows in. I'm know? also okay with the idea of them starting to film things in the park again, like they I used to, that. like back in the day when yeah. the Mickey Mouse Club was, you know, there. Oh, yeah. Man, what? I'm so you I'm still, Mickey Mouse Club? I am still grieving the loss <clears throat> of filming the Mickey Mouse Club in the Hollywood Studios. <laughs> you need to bring it back, Sorry. guys. I agree. No, All retro right. is a thing, so maybe they'll bring it I back. I know they should. All right, next one. All right, so our final news story. And I'll kind of go through this one a little quickly. Uh, Disney Cruise Line and Alani has been honored by Travel and Leisure Magazine. Uh, Disney Cruise Line and Alani Resort in Hawaii were both honored as top in class by readers of Travel and Leisure Magazine. This is the sixth year in a row that DCL has been recognized as the top cruise line for families. But it's the very first year that it has been recognized as the leader in the megaship category. Disney's Alani was also voted top hotel for families in the United States. So uh, this is a pretty big deal. Um, Like like they said in, in, in the news story, this is the sixth year that DCL has been recognized, but I think to take that top place in the megaship category is pretty huge. Mm-hmm. So that obviously means these bigger cruise yeah. cruise ships, kind of on the comparison to uh, Royal Caribbean's Oasis, even I think the Freedom Class, those kind of big ships that people go on. Um, another interesting point that I want to uh, make is that Carl Holtz is the executive that's over both Olani and Disney Cruise Line. So he's overseeing both of these uh, ventures, which I think is huge. He's doing a great job. He's doing a really good job. And he, I have a quote from him. We are honored once again to be recognized as the world's best for families by the readers of Tra- Travel and Leisure. Uh, this year is extra special because of the additional honor of top mega ship cruise line. These awards really speak to what Disney Cruise Line is all about, creating magical memories for guests of all ages on board our ships and taking them to fantastic destinations around the world. So I think that's great. He's also over DVC and Adventures by Disney. Um, so I think it really speaks to what, a good job. what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, right. so. Give that man a ring. Exactly. So, wow. yeah, I think that'll do it for the news. So, yeah. Well. All right. So uh, we also need to remind everyone about the Swan and Dolphin scavenger hunt that's taking place this month. Corey, you mm. were going to explain that to us. Uh, it's taking place all month. You can win a, a three-day, two-night stay at the Swan and Dolphin. What you do, you... Um, there's going to be a link in all of the show notes pages for July, and also if you're watching this on YouTube, in the in the description below. Uh, you answer three questions. You find the answers on swanandolphin.com, and you will be put in. Uh, everybody with the correct answers will pick somebody randomly, and you will win. We'll do this um, the whole month of July, and then we'll do another one in August, in September, all the way through. So, so it's one, not a, one a it's not a scavenger hunt of the actual resort. It's a scavenger hunt of their site. Of their website. Okay, exactly. So you can find the answers gone, on their website. Right? Right. You don't have to leave your house. Okay, moving on to the caption this for the week, um, for this week's oh. caption photo. We have a picture of Craig in Disneyland intently looking at his camera. So why don't you all tell us what he's watching or what he's thinking? Feeling. I've got the perfect one. <laughs> what are his emotions? <laughs> I know, I know, but he's this feeling This is going to be good. I, can, I, I can have one too, it. actually. <laughs> I, I just, if well, found, just, please return to Craig Williams. <laughs> <laughs> It's gone missing. <laughs> Is that a cat on your camera? The trouble with tribbles. <laughs> no. We're probably going to get some good responses this week. Get into the restroom so, quickly. Uh, yeah, so we'll post that on Facebook, on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash disunplugged. Awesome. So that you can caption there. And on to rapid fire. Corey, you're up. Oh, Anna and Elsa will be on 
all of the uh, Alaska sailings um, all summer long, and then they will also be on select Mediterranean sailings uh, for seven nights um, and longer. So that's a good opportunity to meet them if you're on these cruises. I do feel like they're getting close to reaching overexposure. It's starting to be like, oh, here's something cold. Let's throw Anna and Elsa on it. Well, why the Mediterranean? Well, maybe because um, Olaf likes the summer. It's just so bizarre. I don't know. It is. It's, it's well too because much they're too late. okay. Well, the cruises are going to be going. They're going to be. I bet you is they're going to be on there when they go to the Med and they do Northern Europe next year. I'm pretty sure for later. Oh, okay. yeah. So I'm not just, the summer. Just, French I know, Riviera but they're just ones. paving the way. Oh, you know, okay. that's the way I feel about it. <laughs> they're getting them introduced to the culture. Get, introduced <laughs> okay. to, the, to the cruising. Okay, yeah. sure. I, I like that it's more intimate because when you're on, when you're on a cruise, you have a you have a better chance of meeting all the princesses and characters, and you know you don't really have to do the crazy crazy wait times to, to yeah. get your photos taken with them. Too, so. Yeah, you know, I, it's true. I'm they are trying to reach demand. Yeah. I mean, this is not an this is not in a um, a case of them forcing on an Elsa. On us, they're out there. They're just making them available. Like people you know. want to see them, but <laughs> Jim and me. All right, Teresa. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Oh, my rapid fire is that Magical Express has now lowered the age to 12 <laughs> for um, travel from the airport to back and forth to the resorts. It was 16, now it's 12. This concerns me. It concerns me a lot. How many 12-year-olds are out there traveling alone? Yeah, yeah. that we you know, need to I'm change going a policy to my trip for it? to, you know, I have a client. <laughs> Corey? <laughs> I'm going to go off on you. Give me that. <laughs> um, I totally forgot what I was going to say. We're talking about 12-year-olds? Yes, I have a client who, uh, the, most of their tra- travel party came in town they drove down, and they had a couple of the kids flying in, and they weren't old enough to ride Magical Express. And, but their kids were 15. I can see maybe 15. Yes. But 12, I don't know where they came up with that. Am I just, I can't see Stella. You know, I don't know. You've I just flown f- in. You're going. Where are you going? I'm going to Disney World and put me on a bus by myself. I had I a 14 year old that wanted to park hop from one park to the other park, and I wasn't able to do it because I was doing something job related, and I let her do that I nearly by had herself heart, I nearly had a heart attack by herself yeah Ooh. I nearly had a heart attack safety in numbers well, no, no I, I just I think I was like fit, I, I don't think I could 15, do it again yeah. it was terrible I can't imagine on a bus, my kid to an airport please tell me that they're at least bringing them to someone like releasing them in the care well of I don't know I, don't I think, think this just paves the way for Home Alone 4 or that what's that movie where all the kids are in the airport lost or they were all like you know, no idea. Holiday in the airport, just children traveling alone. All I'm thinking alone. is final destination. Is <laughs> final <laughs> Grace would know. I don't know what it is. Okay. Anyway, but no, I just can't. I just can't see it. I'm not. Uh, I'm well, not. It'll be interesting. In the park maps, Disney recognizes that to be an adult, you have to be at least 14 in order to ride with a, a a child under seven. Right. So, like any of the rides, you have to be at least seven years old to ride by yourself. Uh, and if you are going to have someone younger than seven, they have to be with someone at least 14 years old or over. So Not on Magical Express, baby. Not on MK Express. 12-year-old. Oh, sorry, not MK Express. As long as Magical they're accompanying them to be released in the care of their custodial guardian when they arrive there, then I guess I'm okay with it. But geez, that just makes me nervous as a mom. Yeah. All right. So, Sean Michael Noah, your rapid yeah. fire. All right. So, it's tough to be a bug located in the Tree of Life Theater in Animal Kingdom. It's closed yesterday through Monday, August 11th for refurbishment. Uh, it's Tough to Be a Bug is an eight-minute 3D movie show with special effects, in case you guys didn't know what that was. It has animatronics, and it's hosted by Flick from A Bug's Life. 
the attraction has been having issues, and one of the ones that I heard a lot was that Hopper, the antagonist Grasshopper, is an animatronic that would not pop up. He would miss his cue. And so they're talking about Hopper, and he's just still underneath, hidden from sight. So it's and bad show. millions of tiny children around the world rejoice. Uh, I'm, I'm rejoicing. <laughs> that show scared me. It scares kid, everybody. I'm kind of wishing that they didn't shut it down for refurbishment so I can go actually watch it. Craig? What? <laughs> but did you just say my name? Yes. Do you have a rapid fire? Okay. That, I'm sorry. That just came out of nowhere. It kind of scared me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about this more on the Universal show next week. But uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley officially opened today, July 8th, to uh, massive crowds of 450 minute long waits to get into Escape from Gringotts and. Uh, just insane. I was there at 5 o'clock in the morning waiting to get in at 8 o'clock. So we're going to have coverage on all that, plus uh, talking about the bread box, which just opened, Hot Dog Hall of Fame, uh, and talk more about how to gain at least 30 to 50 pounds I think we're going to do like, Universal. <laughs> do like the July 4th uh, hot dog eating contest. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, but there, there you go. All right. You want to talk about jumping and being scared. Hey, that did that right there. Hey, Pete. <laughs> Sounds like a Hello, robot. Pete. <laughs> Pete has a drop cam he installed in the podcast oh, room. So he is he is watching us right now. And he's now he's just now he's talking to us. So. And that was Pete as the voice of God. Okay. That was creepy. Really? Seriously. How come you didn't jump for that one, Craig? I, I <laughs> I said he's been waiting a week to be able to do that. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. All right, Sean, rapid fire. All right, so as of today, you can now book the dining packages for this year's Candlelight Processional. Um, the dates run from November 28th all the way up to December 30th. Not all of the uh, narrators have been announced, uh, but the few that have been are Jody Benson, Whoopi Goldberg, Sharon Stone, Mm. Anna Gasteyer from SNL, Marley Matlin, and Stephen Curtis Chapman through various states. So I think we've all experienced, maybe most of us have experienced the dining packages, and I think it's the best way to do this. Um, you basically book a dinner reservation. There's usually a set menu, I believe a, a set price, yeah. and then you get um, reserved seating for one of the three shows for that night. So I think this is the best way. And they usually do fill up, especially for the more uh, in-demand narrators. Yes, so I would do. definitely jump on this if you... If you're going, Sharon Stone. If you want to, you know, do it quick. If you want to see her, (laughs) I find that odd. But yeah, I find it very odd. But I, you know, all right. We're (laughs) Dustin and oh, Kevin John. Hey, um, the Walt Disney World Railroad at the Magic Kingdom is going to be closed down for a pretty extensive uh, rehab, uh, September 28th through November 8th. And um, I'm hoping that, as we talked about, that this includes maybe some um, some updating or rehabbing to the show itself, not just the trains. Um, I think the show could could use a little dusting off and improvement for sure. Agreed. It probably was nice in the '70s, but yeah, <laughs> we're a few decades down the road. But you wouldn't remember, would you? I was born in the '70s. I was I a bicentennial baby. Were you? Yeah. I'm old. I'm old. Please, I was in high school. Be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Dustin and Pete have sent in a video package from their trip in Hawaii that we're going to be playing for you. Kind of a sneak peek as to what's to come when they do their segment in August. 
Hey everybody, we are here on the island of Oahu in Hawaii at the Turtle Bay Resort on the North Shore. Uh, for those of you who have seen the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall, you probably know this resort. If you haven't seen the movie, check it out. Just not with the kids. It's not exactly family friendly, but very funny. Um, what we're doing out here, we covered Alani last year, um, but one of the biggest pieces of feedback we've gotten is that people want to go to see Alani, but they also want to be able to see the other islands. And really, what most people end up doing it, to do that is they get on those little, you know, planes that Buddy Holly died in, um, those little, like, puddle jumpers, we call them, um, and they pack up their bags, and they go island to island, and that doesn't really appeal to me, and it scares a lot of people. I'm one of those people. I don't like getting on those small planes. So we thought it would be cool to try doing a vacation that involved spending four nights at Olani, um, but also doing a cruise around the Hawaiian Islands. And we're going to be on Norwegian's Pride of America, which uh, sails round trip out of Honolulu for a seven-night uh, seven cruise, visits a lot of the islands. So we felt that was a cool way to kind of see all of Hawaii and still have that experience at Alani. So this week, we're, we're spending on the island of Oahu. We've been going around Honolulu, Waikiki, where we were in uh, Haleiwa uh, uh, yesterday and doing some shopping and having some great food. And we recorded a couple of bits uh, to include uh, right after this that you can check out. And uh, each week, we're going to be updating you on what we're doing. But we're going to be having a full segment on this August 19th so put that on your calendar it's going to be a lot of fun we got some cool stuff that we're planning on doing and showing you if you want to do an Alani vacation and still get the opportunity to see uh, see the rest of the Hawaiian Islands and you guys have to hand it to me I'm pretty brilliant at coming up with very good excuses for spending two and a half weeks in Hawaii so enjoy Okay, so we are at Matsumoto Shaved Ice, yes. and this is an institution on Hawaii. There's mine, there's Dustin's, and mine is a uh, tropical. Yeah, mine's the rainbow. Rainbow, and these are amazing. This is in the town of uh, Haleiwa. Haleiwa. Yeah, and it's, I think... This place has been like on a travel channel and stuff like that. So it is one of those places. There's there's always a, a long line. There's always people outside. I'll kind of scoot around so you can see. There's always a crowd here. Uh, a lot of times there's a long line. But uh, it is worth taking the drive uh, up to Haleiwa. Just it's a really cute little uh, beachside town, seaside town. Yeah. And there's lots of little shops like this all over the place. And you can see, like, you know, little surf shops, um, a lot of shave ice places. Oh, yeah, but there's a lot of shave ice, but Matsumoto's is the, it is the place. Not only Matsumoto's have shave ice, but they have some of the coolest, like, design t-shirts like yeah. uh, uh screen print t-shirts in there that are really really cool and i've i've seen people at disney wearing like matsumoto shave ice and then i want to go like oh hey i've been there too buddy and some people may like feel the need to compare this to like the kakigori stand uh at japan and epcot no comparison whatsoever there are so many uh, combinations that you can get with these uh, with these shaved ice, uh, like you could have like condensed milk added to it, which is weird looking, but but it, apparently it tastes good. tastes really good. I didn't try it. Sean had that last year. Yeah, but so it was one of my favorite places to come yeah. on the island. 
Yes, it's Matsumoto's. Hello, somebody's honking at Somebody's us. honking at us. Yeah, it's wonderful. We're going to do some more exploring in the historic town of Haleiwa. One of the only other places outside of Disney World that you can get one of these, a Dole Whip. And they are the exact same Dole Whip. It is correct. Is it the only place outside of Disney Not World? Not the only. One of one the only. only. And then it's going all over the place. But that's not the only thing that's here at uh, the Dole Plantation. I mean, they have, I don't know, basically like a little mini theme park here. A lot of merchandise. A lot of, lot of merchandise. Um, you know, obviously, as you can imagine, like lots of pineapple stuff. It's just a really cool place to come and hang out. There's a grill. I don't know how good the food is or not, but there's a lot of cool souvenirs, stuff like that. We've been here a few times. We kind of make this a stop every time that we're in Oahu and it's one of the places you got to come visit. Yeah and the other cool thing is like surrounding this whole outdoor plaza is uh, you might be able to see it is like some of the little vendors that they have little uh, booths set up um, but a lot of cool stuff to do here it's, it's definitely worth a stop if you're on if you're headed toward the north shore you know, it's uh, it's definitely worth taking a stop because for miles in any direction, there's nothing else. And the driver who brought us in from the airport was also telling us yesterday that they're doing away with the plantation part of this. It's just going to be this, the, the the store and you know oh, that okay. stuff. So it's more just that, like a. But right, as of right now, I think they still do a plantation tour, um, but that's going away. But it's still a cool place to stop. Yeah. And it's not hard to get to, and uh, either on the way to or leaving Haleiwa, which is where we just were. Um, it's a good place to come stop. It is. So, all right. We're going to enjoy our doll whips. Bye. Bye. That was, I, I, I was so like into the video. I'm, Okay, back to the real world. Uh, Disney World, is that the real world? Something. Yes, it's our real world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, we might have a little bit of a skewed sense of reality. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to remind everyone once again to participate in our poll that's running through July 28th, our favorite moments poll, and we will be selecting a random winner each week, just the same as when we have the individual polls each week. So, And uh, that's going to do it for our show this week. We hope that you enjoyed it. We'll be seeing you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for joining us. And everyone, remember, for your own personal safety, please avoid all natural bodies of water. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week.